What is up, Guardians? This is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting on all frequencies from here all the way to uh, Venus, because Venus is not here anymore, and I miss it, uh, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> don't forget that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Audible, all those great places. You can listen to iHeartRadio, too, and even if, like I, I got to figure out how to do it, but like every radio station keeps telling me there's a way for people to use a talkback feature and like send in questions that way but as everyone knows along with following us on twitter you can't always comment on our tiktoks and and send in listener questions which we actually have a few tonight so make sure you want your voice heard if you want to like be contributing to the show and we will be opening our discord soon to make that more accessible for everyone to be part of the community so get ready for that um uh, okay yeah i'm over here like sipping on my bag and i'm just excited to be alive right now my name is my name uh bang if you want to sponsor the podcast hit me up but <laughs> my name is Pain of the Paladin. Oh my God. Um, to my left, we have the man who is still not coping well with the loss of his Laurelly Splendor home. Uh, we have, we have Tolair. How you doing? I'm doing a lot better coping with it. I'm actually trying out different builds. Panda's been like, nah, you should you should just put on hot pants. And I'm like... Okay, no, no, no. Let's actually have this conversation. So, oh, so, me, no. and Tol, so me and Toll go to the tower yesterday after we ran the, the, the story mission. And, I, and he's like... Hey, I, I need some help with a build for Hallow Fireheart and Vex because he finally. Oh, he laughed at me the last time I told him I was using Hallow Fireheart. Well, it's because Hallow Fireheart was one of the was one of the exotics similar to Eternal Warrior that didn't really get a buff with 3.0. So I was like, bro, just put on Phoenix Cradle. Like I I I just made a whole build around Phoenix Cradle. I can send it to you on dim. We'll make it work. It's fine. And he's like, no. And I'm like, why? Like. Why you're gonna run a Hallow Fireheart and Endgame content for GMs this season? And he's like, I, I don't know. I'm figuring it out. I'm working on different builds. I'm like, what's really going on? And he's like, I'm being really petty. I just don't like the way Phoenix Cradle looks. And I'm it, like, it bothers me. <laughs> what it bothers me to like, no I, end? Like I was, I was proud of him for at least admitting he was being petty. But it was the fact that this man really is like, "Yo, these pants is ugly, and I don't want to wear them." And I'm like, really, of all the reasons, like Phoenix Cradle looked pretty good in my opinion. I agree with you. I lo- like Phoenix Cradle was was one of the first exotics I got when I came back to D two because when I came back around Shadowkeep, and them things go hard. Like especially even now with the buff they got with three they still go hard. So I I, I agree. Yeah, but told to over your hate off Phoenix Cradle and over. And like in a cool Siva ornament, like they, they he just look, the I love the effect. I love how they work. It's just I had to find a whole way to make it work with my color scheme. And yes, I've been trying out new exotics for my. Yes, I've been working on a Hollow Fire Heart build because I want to get. I like using soul being a soul. I like Solar Titan. I know there's not a lot there, but I still just like using that subclass. And Lorelai just made that subclass a lot more fun. And so now it's trying to find out what can produce that same level of fun for me. He's trying to fill the void that can't be filled. Exactly. I'm trying to (laughs) fill that void back. But was Lorelai actually fun? Yes, it was. (laughs) You should have been here last week, Solid. It was actually a really good conversation. (laughs) It was really fun. I really enjoyed that that exotic. It just You can still use it. You just got to build more into it. it. 
oh yeah, I can still use it, but it's like, <laughs> why not try and use Hollow Fire Heart? Why not Hollow try... Fire Heart is a lesser version of Heart of Inmost Light. Exactly. So then it turns into using Heart of Inmost Light. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, we got this. Um, speaking of which, uh, to my <laughs> right, we have the hunter who is torn on a weekly basis, whether to protect Ido or simp for Resrax. We have uh, Prismatic. How are you doing this evening? Torn? There doesn't have to be torn. I could do both. I don't know. After, the, after this past week, man, that... I haven't done the story yet. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> you in trouble. <laughs> you didn't do your homework. Oof. You didn't do your homework. <laughs> I kind of had a lot going on. This That's week. fair. I'll give you that. <laughs> You're fine. But how you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good though. Uh, work, work is going well. I'm trying to balance all three characters, getting stuff done for once instead of just uh, abandoning the two for most of the season. Balance. What's uh, that? Good. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Most of the time. <laughs> and then we have the man with the gorgeous fro that I wish I could emulate. Um, dude who has better jokes than me on a daily basis on TikTok, and I'd be hella jealous. Um, who's Stop, finally dude. graced us with his presence. <laughs> um, like, the, the person you would never dream who's a hunter, man, and I'm very sad about this. Um, TikToker and streamer, uh, SolidX, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Also, just solid. I don't know why I, I hate that I can't put just solid, but, you know, t- Twitch hates me because some random guy on Twitch been named solid for the longest. He hasn't streamed for six years. Twitch, <laughs> let me get the name. Please. <laughs> Maybe you should like, 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 put, do something fancy with it, like, 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 Solid Hunter or something like that, like something cool. Ooh, with it. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But uh, how you doing, man? Shout your shit out. Make, make, make yourself known. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, but uh, oh, yeah, well, pull up TikTok. I'm gonna do it. Oh God, no. But no, that's cool. Like, no, I, we will link Solid stuff in, in the, in, like, in the uh, description of like where you can find him on TikTok and Twitch. That way you know where he at. But no. So we'll jump right into the main topic because there isn't a whole lot to talk about, but there is some some stuff going on in the discourse. Um, the TWAB was hella light, but there is one thing that I want to talk about, like in the middle of the TWAB that I'm annoyed by later on that I didn't actually put in the agenda, which I find hilarious. But um, so the first thing is Solid's main thing that he wanted to talk about with, with, with the episode was the new light experience. And now that King's Fall has come out, I figured it was, it was a good, good time to touch on this because right now there is a very, not, I would say limited, but like not a whole lot new lights can do. And I, and I, and from a streamer standpoint, I want to get your feed, like feedback on like how, how you think new lights are doing when it comes to getting into the game. Okay. Uh, so lately, since I've been uh, streaming a lot more, I've been noticing uh, new lights don't know what the heck to do. They're all mm. lost. And they they come to me for asking what to do, and I'm I'm just confused at them. I don't know where they sh- where they should start. I sometimes I tell them to run strikes. I do not tell them to do gambit. I'm sorry. I, I refuse to <laughs> tell anybody to do gambit. I can't I can't do that to nobody. But if they enjoy PvP, they can go in there and surf for a little bit, you know, whatever. But behind all that, it's just I don't know what the new lights can like do that I get them caught up. But other than just run strikes, honestly. Yeah, and honestly, like, um, like we touched on it before, but there's like other than the Shaohan thing, which is like, say what you want about um, Navota and the fact that like she pretty much is just a reskin of Omnigal. Like, 
it very much feels as if that Bungie didn't really know what to do with the new light experience because they gutted so much content. And like Toll has his conspiracy theory about why they gutted all that content, especially now yep. that they said that um like they like straight up said we're not vaulting any more content. But in general, it really feels like even though they're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna build an LFG system into the game in Lightfall or like halfway through Lightfall, but in, there's not really a path for new lights in the game. And it really feels like that like new lights are struggling. And I, I don't really know how to really fix this. Because yeah, once you get through the, the opening mission and like strikes, it's pretty much you either play play Vault of Glass or King's Fall, or you buy an expansion. And I don't know There's how I feel about that. No actual like uh, campaign content for them to do. Like in, I'm going to use Warframe as an example. There's still story stuffs to do in right. the free to play game. So it's like they could bring they could have just put the red slap the red war campaign in there and call it a day like what they had before just put the red war campaign the first two expansions call it a day and then i mean we talked about what, what, what i was saying before of if they if they would like do a key system or at least change red war um red war uh curse of osiris and war mine into like a mission-based structure and just like chop it up a little bit and just like and just make it with mission based it would solve so many problems because unless they're gonna pay bife to put bife videos into the game new, new lights just have nothing and it sucks like, so like you you have no idea what's going on one of our clanmates, i was running through the story stuff with him and i had to like stop and explain part of like what was going on in the story because he didn't understand what was going on that's I'm sitting here having a lore freak out and <laughs> I'm like mid lore freak out have to explain to him what's going on and then continue my lore freak out. <laughs> I had to do that a little bit today helping one of our clan mates with their first clear of uh, Grasp of Avarice and just talking about what happened in the game and whatnot. Not exactly yeah. light, but just the absence of explanation of what's going on. I don't know like, what happened to uh, Grasp Everest. See, <laughs> Grasp was a really cool dungeon. It feels like it's supposed to be a like homage to the loot cave and then make a whole like backstory behind it. But it feels so like in a pocket dimension because how how in the world is this all underground in the Cosmodrome? Like it feels so weird how all of this is just underground in the Cosmodrome. Because it is. Basically, like, one part is a has a skybox you can just look up at the sky, right? And then there's like a factory somewhere in there that we've never seen before, and then there's like a giant skull cave that feels more pirate themed than the pirate theme season. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I will die on the hill that 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 like that uh, sparrow mission music. And like the whole like Grasp of Avarice theme music is more pirate themed than what we got going on. And it's so frustrating. I don't know. I, I'm I enjoying like the current season on. stuff. I like oh, it. I mean, good job. Go ahead. I like I like the pirate season. Yeah, there's the season there. It just feels like they left Catch Crash out there because it's like, oh hey, the weekly story mission. They made you Go. do it the first week, and then after that, yeah. it's like, man, eh, it's there. 
Right, like, yeah. they, they kind of didn't do what they did with Splicer, where you had to do both activities to accomplish the story thing. Now they're just like, just do the other half of the story content. It's like, okay. No, but you do have to do Catch Crash to get map fragments. Right. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here at max map fragments, like... Right, like, you, if you do the season pass, you have max fragments. We got, I haven't touched Catch Crash in three weeks. I literally just want to play a master. For... I was like, we can do that tonight. No, I'll be down for that. Um, but like, yeah, no, just in general, it just feels like, um, but back to the point, yeah, like, there's nothing for new lights to do. Like, even the I, I understand not, Bungie has, like, it's on its way, but even when they're like, hey, there's going to be, like, a mission system and a, ba- you know, like, a, like, a timeline of things that they need to do, what's the timeline going to be? Like, do the Shao Han stuff and then do a strike and then go back to Shao Han and do more strikes? Like, I don't... It, they really need to just rebuild the concept of what's going on for New Lights. Maybe they could just give them Pat the so season of the Risen. They could just give them that content to run. We've already ran it. It's two seasons later, and you still have to buy the deluxe edition to run that stuff. Right. So why not just two seasons later drop the seasonal content or a season later, make it free for everybody. The one thing I wish they would do... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, Solid. The one thing I wish they would do, like, teach teach the new lights how to make bills, period. There's mm. a lot of people who don't know how to make bills. Right. And, like, that's actually a really good point, because especially now with them rolling out the 3.0 stuff and, and like, implementing the idea that different fragments can... um be able to take like like take away stat points like there i don't i don't know how many times that i'll just forget that like stasis titans have the resilience and recovery of gods and then i'll have like high resilience and high recovery pieces and i'll hit like 160 brazil and i'm like the fuck so it's like it's one of those situations where that like we're currently in the clan working on build classes because nothing a they make getting certain mods so hard that they openly admitted like they nerfed certain mods because they were hard to get. If they would just make a better system for new lights to gain those mods, it would make build crafting so much easier. Like I even had one of our clan mates this week ask me head to help to help him with the with the uh a Saint 14 Hell bubble build. And I'm over here having to like have him screenshot his mods because I don't know what he has available. I don't know what I could even work with because Bungie doesn't make it accessible for people. <laughs> like, what, what what would be a really good quality of life change is if they started give if they do with like the gift of thunder thing they did this season, but rather than that, just start dropping mods with random pieces of armor. Like, go back to that kind of thing because I don't know how many times I wish like we could just give different people well of tenacity or protective light. Like, it would save so much, or Well of Life. Well of Life and Well of Nasty are the two most important mods in the game right now. And, like, oh, nobody God. can get them half the time. Or so, just throw them in the kiosk and just have you use, like, um, Desiree's shards to buy them. That's something they could do. That'd be a great idea. That Yeah, honestly, yo, I, I just soft it. Yo, especially if they finally do bring back the Black Armory weapons, have a kiosk in 801's area. That gives motherfuckers the mods. Yes. Like, that would be genius. Just make it, like, simplistic. Just, like, say, hey, the loom's over here. The Black Armory stuff's on, on, the, on the other side. 
and then, like in the like, like left side is Black Armory, right side is the Loom, and then the back area is for mods, like like a mod kiosk. That way, Ada One's job is still there. We don't have to give all the mods back to Banshee, but like it gives everybody a way to gain these mods that are so hard to get because we're dealing with situations still where I know for a fact there's like newer lights that are being kicked from raids for dying too much. And it's like, it's not their fault. They just don't know how to build. Like you have people running and running into, into trials for God's sake. Last week when trials came back, there were people coming into trials. Like, like they just hopped out the grave and got to talk with Xiao Han and they, they got the, the approval from Saint to go into trials, and they had like straight like no mod. It oh, was wait, like I thought it was a level thing before you could go into trials. They just yeah, throwing new guys in trials. Well, like it's um like they used to be like the minimum like it's like like the soft cap of like fifteen sixty or or something like that. But like you have people going into trials with no mods on or PVE mods for that matter, and having no idea what they're doing. So it's like it's very disheartening to watch people suffer like this because Bungie's not making tools for them. They're expecting the content creators to do that. It also used to be that you had to be a certain crucible um, requirement to, before you could go into trials. I don't know if that's still a thing or not, but... Uh, I don't believe so. I think the only requirements are you have to meet softcap and you have to own the newest expansion. Okay. I think so. Yeah, like that, that, that. They even said last week in the TWAB that they were super proud of the fact they added that two trials, which was like trying to curb the like people just making fresh accounts to go back in once they're banned, which was stopping you by having to make you buy the new expansion. And when you have to keep buying Witch Queen or Beyond Light over and over again, your pockets gonna get real empty real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so like that was a, a, a clever way to, to stall that. But like you know, I I just I'm I'm feel pretty lost for new lights right now because it just i if anything we might need to make like like, like a community resource of what to do for because they ain't got nothing like there's hey, so, so, so many problems yeah. with the new light experience that it's no matter how many things we suggest it's still there's still so many issues that it's like what do we do what how do we solve this issue other than completely reworking it from the ground up. I mean, solid similar to us, how like you have to like, like, like people come into your chat. What do you say to people? Not nine times out of 10, like beyond just running the strikes. Like, do, like how, how do you go about trying to help people with builds? Ooh, that's a, Ooh. I'm gonna be honest. I don't help people with bills because I know they don't have everything I have. I could I could suggest someone to have a particular build, and then they get everything together. I'm like, oh, do you got this mod? Nope. I'm like, what? Well, can't use the build. Can you kind of? It required <laughs> this. Right. You, you, it just feels disheartening. You can't help motherfuckers like this. Just give us a kiosk, please. <laughs> if if one lonely person can think of this, I know Bungie can. I I know they can. Right. And like, and this even goes into a discussion about what happened this past week at Reset, where there was part of the the, the, the quest for this week was to kill 50 champions to progress the, 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 the weekly story quest. And because of complaints from the community, from casual players, they had to literally complete it for you, despite there being some people who completed it 
like barely or like like because i remember freaking um d flawless made a video where like he was just straight like covered in sweat having just did it and then bungie's like hey we completed it for you it's like i, well, I just that. did it uh, but like then there's the people who are straight up just like insulting the casuals for saying you couldn't kill 50 champions what's wrong with you and i'm like i, I freaking hate elitists and it's, it, 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 it's a it's a really weird situation because i don't want to give them credit but 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 it's one of those situations where it's like there i, I want to be like can we cut the 50 into like 25 or 10 that way it's a goal they can reach in like a lost sector or something like that because like there's some people up until like i think we had a couple people recently in the clan who just didn't know what a champion mod was so it's like in those circumstances being able to teach people that champ what champions are um it kind of like, like like i understand having to put the work in from the elitist perspective but there's some people like i just said like they don't know who to what a freaking champion mod is i didn't realize that was for the story mission i thought that was a new seasonal challenge so it was like what why did we have to auto complete that 50 champions over one season's not friggin' hard like what the hell never mind see I that's what like, i said and then I mean, toll told me that it was a, a a story mission okay yeah uh, 50 might be pretty steep for a story for the weekly story mission but i mean and again i'm also very much a person who's like you gotta work for it you have to play the game to get the stuff so <laughs> I would be stuck on that if if it was still the full 50 because I haven't played a whole lot this week. I, I just, I feel myself caught in the middle where it's like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm we're starting to become content creators. We have the ability to be in the middle of it where like we, we, we come from a casual background, but we do grind the game a lot. So we understand both sides of the coin, but at the same time, like, cause it's like, you have to be able to do some of the work to put in the gameplay. But so, but like at the same time, you don't know what someone's circumstances, so the elitists need to shut up. So it's like, but like, because at the same time, there's some casual players who get real high up on their horse about like they want the game to be as easy as as streamlined as possible. Like, like because you have me and Toll who like streamlined, like, like, like steamrolled the, the, this week's story mission and like got to the cutscene really quickly. But then, like, you have people who prefer that kind of gameplay. But but then we're like, yo, we want a bit of a challenge. Like we get like a master pirate hideout or something. Like, but then you have people oh who God, complain that. about that. I want that. Yeah. So it's like, and like that's why last week when we talked about um the Master King's Fall and prepping for that, we had to legit be like, yo, we're about to put on the elitist dado cap for a second, but there's a reason behind it, and we're going to explain why, because we don't want to piss people off. Because sometimes content ain't for you yet. You have to get to that level to do that content. But at the same time, and I agree with what Toll said, having to be a story mission was a lot. <laughs> I really think that instead of having, instead of trying to put the story mission behind that 50 champion cap, the 50 champions should have been a seasonal challenge. And then they could lower the number down, but then make the, if it took you guys no time at all to get to the cut cut scene, like they should have added more to the story. Well, here, here's the funniest part: they recycled the recycled Mars law sector yeah. map. <laughs> I loaded, I loaded in with when I was running this helping. We were I was running with a clanmate through the story stuff, like I had mentioned earlier. We load in, and I'm sitting there like they just didn't do that, did they? And I'm like, he's like, what? This was the same one from two weeks ago. This is the same Mars. 
Lost Sector. Lost Sector. It's just, brother, what are we doing? Is it what are we doing, Bungie? Is it a different pirate captain map? or is Yes. It it's, 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 like, it's a different pirate captain in name, but it's still just a, a, an Elixney captain. It's literally, it's not even that. It's the Mars Lost Sector that they reskinned from two weeks ago. I wouldn't yeah. care if it was like a different Lost Sector, but it's like you're reusing the one you just reused. Yeah, like, the, you have so many options from Forsaken, from Mars. Like, you had so... From Io, Titan. Like, you had options. Ooh, well, Io, Lost Sector, being put on, the, on a crater would be kind of... Exactly. <laughs> like, you have options to use. Please use them. I was just wondering, because I know that I think according to the Triumphs, there's, like, three different catch-crash bosses, so I didn't know if maybe it was they were doing that and just repeating the same cycle over and over again. I mean, that would make sense, but it's still, like, I remember, like, at least you could say with the, like, Season of the Splicer, they gave you, like, four different, or, like, five or six different, like, like uh, challenges, or, like, different maps, and then they were, like, now we're gonna make them all taken theme. It was, like, you actually had a variety for about, like, six weeks, and then they rotated the next thing in. So, like, it felt kind of weird for them to just be, like, hey, you know that Mars Law Sector we just turned into a whole different map? Yeah, you're going to do that again. It just felt kind of off. But you also have to realize the amount of the player base that have no idea that it's recycled content. That's so depressing. Just saying. <laughs> it's, it's so depressing. Also, if, like, if you, like, you want to be really depressed, when I was helping the people earlier with the Gallahorn, we were hanging out in the Cosmodrome, and they were talking about, like, Man, why don't they have us do more with uh, public events? Like that would that would give me so much more drive to actually come and do them. And I have to Ooh. I had to turn on my mic and go back in my day. There was this <laughs> thing called the Flashpoint, where one planet you went and did public events, and it gave you a pinnacle for the week. <laughs> Bro, I miss that oh, I so much. That. Like, I, I really miss that, that though. Bro, honestly, like that, that made me want to do like public events, like. You know how many times they keep, like, especially this season, where they want you to go back to, like, the Cosmodrome or the EDZ last season or, like, during Season of the Risen or, like, now they're, like, go to Nessus. Like, this week, uh, I finally did the second Treasure Beacon and, and Toll took me to a random cave on Nessus where, like, a Pyramidian inside. And I'm like, I don't think anybody's ever been in here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took him off to where you had to go for the last part of me. He's like, Oh yeah, huh? This is over here, <laughs> right? It just it, like it feels like like it's it, like I, I, I would flat out say out of all the maps that you could have like thrown into the darkness and like left one, you could have easily said screw Nessus and left us Io, especially when you had season of the the of the arrivals have the weird ass like like darkness like, tree. No one would have been upset. And, like like, like well, my reasoning is like they had that whole darkness tree in season of arrivals. And then they tied it into Season of the Hunt a little bit. And then they just referenced it in the Witch Queen campaign and last season. And it's like, no one knows what that tree is. Uh, uh, friggin', I can't think of her damn. Eris? Uh, Eris. Yeah, like, no one knows what that tree is, Eris. We spent a whole season with you there, Eris. But, like, that, that tree is gone. And it's like, we don't need Nessus. I would take Io 100%. Because at least with Io, we no. could have kept Whisper of the Worm. <laughs> 
No, but Nessus is so beautiful. No, but the <laughs> Kaido came and fucked it up, though. Hug yeah, Kaido kind of fucked it up. Kaido, we could have done the whole Kaido thing on Io, and it would have been so much cooler because she's, like, attacking a planet of the light. Yeah, and, like, Io had Cabal, too, so, like, you easily could have just friggin' thrown the, the, the giant tank on the Io. It would have been fine. The, the reason they, they might have gotten rid of Io was because all of Rasput- or a lot of Rasputin's bunkers were there. So, oh, yeah. with them, like, skull-punching Rasputin into <sighs> non-existence, it was like, oh, but- hey, we're just gonna throw this in the in the trash for a second. Also, bye, Asher. But Jump 4 <laughs> is, is still in the, in the in map rotation. It shouldn't yeah. be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's what kills me. No, is we like, wouldn't have know. any Gambit maps. Man, don't, well, don't even get me started on Gambit. <laughs> oh, that, that whole simulation drama? Bro, like, that's what even gets me more mad, where they'll say, like, Crucible and Gambit maps are simulations. But then you'll have situations like, hey, you know that Dreaming City map y'all made for Gambit Prime specifically that y'all just don't use Aww. anymore? Can we have that back? Like, like, y'all don't use that, and like that wouldn't even be a simulation. The Dreaming City is still forever here because you're not vaulting content anymore. Can we have that back? No? Okay, cool, whatever, I guess. Like, Wait. It just feels super weird. If the simulation wants to get rid of that Crucible Titan map, I would not be sad. Oh, the, uh, the, the uh, Arcology? Yes. Fuck the, the, I, don't, I don't like the archaeology. The archaeology's fun. <laughs> we went, we went in I there with like a squad Titan, of nine. Period. You don't like what? You don't like Titan? I, I, I did not like that planet. I hated Why? that planet. Just so boring. Just waves. There's nothing exciting about it. I've been here from year one of Destiny. I got so tired of Titan so fast, and that's where everybody would go to grind shit out real quick. They're like, let's go to Titan. I'm like, oh, why? Please. Exactly. Anywhere else. I think <laughs> Titan used to annoy me because they randomly would put Zer on Titan, and I'm just like, where the fuck is he? Oh, he's in this random building over <laughs> here in the corner? Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, but, so, you yeah, know, it just... Also, they got rid but, of no, the... I didn't really get... They got rid of the one Titan strike. Why can't they get rid of the Crucible map? Sabathun's <laughs> song? Exactly. We, we went in with a squad of nine. You know, the big nightmare <laughs> fucking Shrieker Nightfall that... Just like, please, somebody kill him. The worst. They even referenced that freaking strike in the freaking um, Witch Queen campaign, which is so funny to me. Um, but no, like in terms of the whole like completing the challenge thing, Cole, you you really didn't speak on it. How like how did you feel about it from like like a content? So I so I was just I was working on builds and clearing out my vault. I'm just chilling in in the tower, and I just see auto cleared from. I was like, huh. Great! I don't have to do go, go do that now. <laughs> I gotta waste my t- I don't have to waste my time killing fifty champions, which seemed a bit excessive. Like if it was like thirty champions, I'd be like, all right. But it was like fifty champions, and if you ran master catch crash, it gave you more progress. But it's like, eh, wasn't a big deal for me because I just got to go through the story stuff faster. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I missed it. I wasn't. It just auto-completed for me because uh, I was working. You know, I was at work, and it, and it just came out of left field, and I straight up was just like, oh. And what made it funny was um, one of our clanmates had straight up just been grinding a law sector for a new uh, warlock helmet, and they just finished it. Like, it was, it was it, it, like right as that bungee help thing came over the uh, Twitter thing, 
I was like, here you go, guys. Do you have to do this? And she just goes, no. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> like, it just, it was so, like, depressing to watch that. Because you do have those hardcore grinders that, like, aren't elitist about it. But, like, also who put the work in. And then there's the people who are like, oh, you can't do this. You need to get good. And I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, bro, I like that. I I'm like, cool. I get to go do story. Like, I'm just, I'm just here for the lore, man. Oh, as somebody who like sportingly has a Dark Souls tattoo on their leg and has beaten every Dark Souls game, whenever I hear get good, I want to punch them in the face because like anybody can beat that content. Like, like I have a Dishonor tattoo, a Bioshock tattoo, and, and a Dark Souls tattoo. And I can tell you firsthand, all three of those games on the hardest difficulty, especially Dark Souls because it has no difficulty, like that is an accomplishment. You don't just say, oh, you can't do that. You need to get good. It's, hey, let me give you some tips because they're assholes. Like, that's right. what we need to start doing as a community. And, like, that's why I love uh, Solid's content, because this man be out here just grinding, helping motherfuckers. But then I'll just look at some of our clan mates and be like, it's a skill issue. Like, some of the people I play a lot with and be like, it's a skill issue. <laughs> but see, even saying it's a skill issue, it's like, sometimes you, you don't want to say it because a skill issue has become an insult from the get good crowd. So it's like you kind of have to balance it, where you have to actually talk to people and help them. Well, oh yeah, rather oh, yeah. than well, I'm, like I'm just throwing like, it. "Oh, it's a skill issue. You're trash." Like that kind of crap. I use it as a more of a joke to people I play with a lot. Exactly. I was told. Like I straight up, you shout out All Might if you're listening. I used it <laughs> with him a lot. I use. I've been slowly putting it in my vocabulary. It's it's very funny when you miss a jump. Oh, God. <laughs> when you're jumping and you just don't mantle and it's oh it's a skill issue. In the distance you just hear all my No <laughs> <laughs> but, but yo solid speak on it for real. Oh uh You be out there grinding and helping uh, the people. I I do and it's it is like like now I got two new friends that um well one, my homie uh, Bob, he's new to the game. Well, he's not really necessarily new. He's returning to the game because he hasn't played since Vanilla D2. So slowly oh, building wow. him up. And like anytime he do anything, like, <laughs> like not on my level, I'm like, uh, gotta get good, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and he complains when he's when he see me killing everything in sight with my um one of my favorite builds with uh Caliban's hand with my honor. Mm. He like nice. I, I want I want to be like you. I'm like, gotta get good. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's usually when I throw out that sucks to suck. <laughs> well, and, and, uh, I, I remember the first time that I took uh, one of our claymates, Magister, through um, uh, freaking through freaking Shattered Throne, and she looks at me with Phoenix Cradle on, just standing in the throwaway. And like I made a TikTok out of it. Like I I, I pulled uh like Fuego by the Cheetah Girls. I'm just standing here just eating all this damage with sunspots all around me. I remember me. that. And she's just like, how are you doing that? <laughs> I was there for that. <laughs> oh yeah, you were. <laughs> and she and she just got freaking smacked by a thrall. And I'm like, bro, like I'm I'm just here. I'm living life. Like I can't die. <laughs> that was me, and that's me in duality when I throw on Lorelai. It's just yeah, okay, yeah. Was. Can we just talk about Durati for a hot second? I oh, just yeah, want to sure. say, F that dungeon. I hate it, and I never want to run it again. Okay. I'm now, good. why? Can you speak why? on why? Like, it, I, I'm, it, a dual, I'm a duality guy. As someone who also doesn't like duality, I need you to, to speak <gasps> on it. Okay. It's buggy. It's 
it's it's too tedious. You gotta run do this, do that, manage time. It's it's too much. It's too much for someone who's brand new to the game. It, it is too much. <laughs> See, my reason why I don't like duality is that for a dungeon, they flat out said, yo, unless you buy the deluxe edition of the game, it's gonna cost you like $10, $15. A, they tied it really close to the seasonal lore of that season. So if someone randomly buys that dungeon like down the road for $10, like buys the key in the Sony store or the Steam store or something like that, they're going to have no idea what's going on. And also, it's one of the first dungeons that ha- that is like multifaceted in terms of like, 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 like it has a specific goal for you of like, Get the like, like ring the bell, do the thing, put the uh the 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 mechanic in the thing, and hit the boss like three times, and it feels like super repetitive. Like they'll add a couple of different things here and there, but it's the same like concept over and over again. But then there's things like Shattered Throne that kind of compares to it, where you have to like, dunk the thing and then hit the bit hit the boss. But then there's Pit of Heresy. Pit of Heresy will always stand out to me as like, or oh, even Prophecy. Pit of Heresy and Prophecy stand out to me as like, like I think that, that was like, that was one of the first videos I saw from you. Actually, was you like a uh, flawlessing uh, Pit of Heresy uh, solid? Was like, oh. um, oh. like like that right there. Like Pit of Heresy and Prophecy exemplify how to carry on mechanics without it being repetitive. Because uh, Prophecy specifically, you legit do almost everything differently each time, but still use those mechanics. Versus with duality, it feels like you doing the same dang thing with the same dang amount of ads. Granted, do I enjoy the the, the ad density of duality compared to other dungeons? Yes, the ad density is great. But does it feel like you can kind of steamroll or ignore the ad density occasionally? Yeah, so it's why like it feels too forced to grab that stuff. And also the loot pool is so weird because it prioritizes armor more than the weapons most of the time. And it has a, it did the same thing with Grasp of Avarice where it has like one gun in the first encounter, one gun in the second encounter, and then like the whole roster for the third encounter. And it's just like, I hate that kind of structure. You should be able to go to one encounter and grind for that one specific gun or like at a two or three of the specific gun and not hate yourself. So if, that's why I don't enjoy duality or grasp as much because if I want to just chase a thousand yard stare or eyes Luna, I gotta sit in that boss for like five days. Do not or... mention eyes Luna. I got roll like my second time doing that dungeon, and I got my god roll, and I was like, thank God. Like so I, I freaking Matador, I still haven't got my god roll because has a ten percent drop rate. I wish I could throw all the. I will say this about duality is one of my favorite dungeons. I or so. <laughs> I like the simplicity. I like that it's you do go. It's just it's. I like the way it's structured. For me, it works perfectly for how I like to do things. My how it works well with my brain. And the loot in that dungeon has some of the most fun, unique loot in a dungeon. You have Storm Chaser, three burst linear. You have the SM, the Unforgiven SMG. Which can roll with demolitionist in the third column. You can do some interesting builds with that, as well as repulsor brace, which is if you haven't used that perk yet on a void build, give it a try. It is very fun. The, I was thinking about using it too. It it's worth a try. Um, new purpose: the pulse rifle is a very good PvP because it rolls with desperado and tunnel vision 
tag those together and you got a great gun after you get a one kill. Hot take. Desperado ain't shit. That's not a hot take. That's a that's a cool take. <laughs> yeah, no, I I like I've been Desperado. saying for years that Desperado is trash. And then like I even had people in my comments today that were trying to say that full auto retrofit wasn't trash, and I'm like, are you dumb? Like legitimately, full auto and Desperado are dumb perks, and they 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 defeat the purpose of what a pulse rifle is supposed to be. Like if you if you yep. wanted an auto rifle, just say that and buy an auto rifle. No. But before they nerfed Desperado, I used to love it, but then they nerfed it. I'm like, eh, throw it away. I don't want it anymore. No on top of that, there's the fixed odds machine gun, which oh, is I'm uh, so sick of getting which those rolls things. with incandescent. Commemoration is better. I want to get one with incandescent, craftable, like enhanced incandescent, so bad. Because <laughs> that sounds so terrifying. I That's have the one. point. That's the point. It's supposed to be terrifying. Like, like just a machine gun that has explodable rounds sounds like so terrifying. Yes. I'm trying to remember if I'm missing any guns. No, you got everything. Um. So you know, and, like, uh, I think it's my big issue that yeah, duality is a mixed bag where some people adore it and some people just like vehemently hate it. <laughs> I think Bungie gave murder that. hobos too many opportunities in that dungeon because I have friends that are murder hobos and I have been sent <laughs> to hell for no reason other than ha 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 ha. You weren't in the circle, and then I, and then I don't get rezzed <laughs> and they just run ahead. So then I wait till they're almost. They're talking to me. They're specifically talking oh, no. to me. Oh no! I have one person. I have one person in mind, and they—he <laughs> killed both me and the other hunter. So I rezzed and didn't do anything, and I waited till he was almost at the next boss room, and then I killed him. And yeah, it him. was me. No, I did it. To, it was literally me. I did it me. to King. King did it to me first, and then you did it afterwards. And I was like, "All right." <laughs> like, just, like, like, literally, the, you did that exact situation to me. <laughs> Uh, but no, um, so you know, it's a mixed thing, so but like, then, <laughs> um, so then there's the, the issue of Master King's Fall this week. Oh boy, I've been doing my research. Ooh, into I haven't that. done it, but I've heard I it's not ha- worth I it. I wasn't able to run it, I haven't I been see, able to run it. I ran it, and I stand by my statement of what I said. Because and like my, and also I stand by my statement of the, of my like super popular TikTok video that came out a while back where there is unless you really really want adept mods on your guns there is no reason to t- or you want the seal there is no reason to set foot in that room and I will die on the hill it's because they made the weapons craftable and. People can complain about that all, all, all they want about like, oh, it's a dumb take or whatever the hell. But like, Bungie flat out has shortened the hamster wheel of the content and made it not worth it now. There's no reason to go in there to chase loot. There's no reason to go in there. Especially because like, to this day, I even told Toll yesterday, there's still people every time Vault of Glass is in rotation who start fire teams and LFGs to farm t- fight, fate bringer time lost. Because they haven't got it yet. There's still people chasing a found verdict time lost or a Hazen Vengeance time lost. Like, like there's a or even now because of the the scout rifle, but there's people chasing um the time lost scout rifle. So like, there's a reason to chase that loot because it's not craftable because that loot is worth their time. The hamster wheel hasn't been shortened there. Versus with Master of uh, uh, King's Fall. The base weapons are craftable and the enhanced perks in almost every situation are better. So like 
what, what they didn't even like give you the seat the the season of the triumph the, 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 the season of the triumph armor from d1 in the master version they gave us the herald weapons but they didn't give us the armor so like what we now, doing here i have a few different solutions that it's like not even solutions bungie made a hard mode raid when they didn't have champions just bring that back why couldn't they have brought that back that people would have been happy with that, and you throw out champions on top of that, great. Or but just now, take champions out of raise, period. Yes, agreed. That too. <laughs> I, I think champions are okay in master versions, but like champions and base raids are stupid. Like, 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 like the anti barriers in Garden, or like the unstoppables in King's Fall. It feels that like you're forcing a champion. Ogre. It's well, and it's apparently only. now there's three unstoppable ogres in the uh, Totem's oh. master. So like it oh, just God. it feels like you're throwing something here that didn't need to exist when you could have just made a powerful enemy. Like the champion don't really affect much, dog. Just make it a stronger enemy that does more damage but doesn't make it a bullet spot. Like I, you can achieve both. As someone who did Master Vow for the title and I'm very close to getting it, um I don't think that master raids should just be match game shields and champions. I Mm. Um, and I saw yeah, Sticky's video talking about how that's pretty much all they did for Master King's Fall. So I probably, unless I'm chasing the title, probably won't be pursuing the Master King's Fall. And it's like, they could have added in the other three weapons from King's Fall in the Master and just made that mas the Master exclusive to make it so there's something to chase there. Because they did the same thing with Vogue, where Vogue didn't had only had certain weapons from D1 come back. If they would throw those weapons in only in the master version, that would be so smart. Of like, and like, especially if they went, hey, hey, here's the season of the Triumph armor, and here's these three weapons we forgot to put in. That would make it so worth it. And yet they didn't. Wait right. <laughs> a second, Kingsfall had other weapons than all we had. Mm hmm. So did Vault yeah. of Glass. Huh? I know about Vault of Glass, but I'm... wait a wait a minute. Yeah, there was That's like an auto rifle and a, and a, and like, and a couple and a sniper. Right. You know those snipers there. It was like an auto rifle and something else, and a, like a rocket launcher. They got a rocket launcher. Yeah, you're right. Cause the, the rocket launcher had the head the shape of a of a shark, and the auto rifle was shit. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you actually made those weapons worth people's time and made them like strong, it would be a reason to chase that shit. So, you know, it just, it feels like, and especially when Cl uh, Clyde, G uh, GXR Clyde made the, made the video saying that, like, Totem's master is just rocket launcher Aeon's, uh, it's like, Aeon save simulator. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, they're, like, just shoot a thing with rockets yeah, and move so there on. There was a, an auto rifle, a shotgun, and a rocket launcher. They oh, yeah, did. we didn't get a shotgun. I forgot about yeah, there, it. Yeah, it was called Silence of Aeon. Aeon. Something like that. A, it looked pretty nasty too. Yeah. Uh they had the Elysium's Frenzy, the rocket launcher, and Anguish of Dry Stan auto rifle. They did not bring back. Like, do you know how smart that would be to literally give certain gun like, like well, some, certain guns for the master content? Like that would have people chasing for years out of that. Right. Like, I, I, they really missed up. That's such a smart idea. I don't know why we didn't think of that sooner. It fixed, it's like, it gives you a reason to go after Master. Even with craftable weapons, 
the way to solve that is you can still make them craftable, just they can't come with the raid perks. So mm. if you want mm. like a bait and switch cataclysmic, you have to grind for it. You can't get it from a crafter. That, that's so right. smart. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. But it's like, what what do you think, Solid? I think um what they what they shouldn't have done, if they were gonna put craftable craftable weapons in uh the raid, make it just the hard mode raid only. Don't put in the normal raid. Ooh. 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 Okay. That way you can get your adept um throw your adept miles on and craft your miles at the same time. That would they I honestly think they should do. But they not. See, I feel like the issue with that would be is like as great of an idea as that is. That then opens the door for people to complain that people are gatekeeping loot. But then again, Bungie already gatekeeps loot with things like GMs and trials, so I guess it would work. So yeah. like, yeah, it could, it could work. That's actually a really good idea. Good, that hell yeah. Solid. Here, like, I want to get the shotgun. I don't want to <laughs> play trials. See, I don't want to talk about. I don't, I don't want to talk about trials and shotguns right now. Because I spent 1,500 freaking legendary shards this week trying to get that new shotgun when I unlocked it, and I still didn't get the role I wanted. Like, that, there there should be a safety in terms of, like, you know, like certain role combinations. I got multiples of the same role combinations in certain cases. There should be, like, a safety of, like, hey, you don't get that role combination after, like, two, and you get the role you're looking for after a certain point, because RNGs was dirty, especially when you're chalking that much material into a, into a, uh, a um, focusing that that's just wrong. Like fifteen hundred shards for fifteen guns. Like that was a lot. I'm still upset about that shit. But that shotgun, because I, I did get one that was that was pulse monitor opening shot. I want a perpetual motion opening shot. That thing is dirty. Like if you could hit your shots the way you could hit a chaperone shot, sexy. I love that thing. Like that thing. Like if you, if I get a time uh, in a dead version, motherfuckers better look out. <laughs> so I. Yeah, I haven't stepped foot in the trials since uh, what beginning of uh no when was that uh good at, not SMG but the uh, scout rifle came out when was that? Uh, Aisha's was two seasons ago, I think. Well, that's the last time I played trials. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. So I got I got curious because um, I couldn't remember, and I went to see what the differences um in the D one regular and hard mode Kings Fall is, and it sounds almost like. They just gave us the hard version for regular King's Fall, so they kind of shot themselves in the foot and didn't give themselves a whole lot of places to go besides having to come up with completely new stuff. So, Bash. like, hard mode War Priest <laughs> is supposed to be deadlier, shoots tracking bolts, and earns new attacks each time he dissolves a pillar. They gave him the full arsenal going in for D2. Uh, right. In Golgoroth, Unstable Light was the hard mode thing, which they just threw in. Um, they threw that into regular daughters. Um, I think this... It says that in hard mode, um, the timer immediately begins for the second run, so there's no point in keeping the first daughter alive. So it's kind of the strat we already try to do, except for we just run a whole other... A whole other phase instead of um, immediately jumping across and killing the second daughter right and what i find even funnier about that is like i love how bungie today released a patch where they said hey we're gonna make rocket launchers do less damage mm -hmm. to daughters and then rocket launchers Why? pretty much do the same I amount of damage I... to daughters 
as soon as I saw that, I saw Clyde's TikTok mm-hmm. about it, and it was just, yeah, no, we're good. You know, like, like the same okay. damage. <laughs> so I'm thinking, uh, shout out to All Might again. He said that they might have just changed their classification from vehicles to normal bosses. But see, All Might made me mad though, because like he came, he came in like 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 swinging into the into the Discord. He's like, yo. Um, I just did it this morning. It's uh, rockets are fine. I'm like, bro, they just released the patch like seconds ago. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like Clyde made a video after the patch went live. You you legit going? I just like it was just funny. But um, so yeah, it I I really feels like King's Fall is a letdown specifically because that shit be craftable at base level and Solid had a good idea. So props okay. to Solid. Yeah, um. So I think I'm gonna wait for the bungee lawsuit because the bungee lawsuit feels like a whole can of motherfucking worms. I'm not watching that with a ten foot pole. I w- I, especially because of what that. happened today with Sweatsicle of like now people like like the the companies trying to poke at him about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that alone until more develops because that sounds like a whole ass can of worms. Um, but I, but the, all I'm gonna say all I'm gonna say is game junkies. Cheating is illegal. You can suck my ass. Like Cheating's that's all illegal. I'm gonna say. No, if you're hacking and I play, I play a game. I play Dead by Daylight. That game has a major hacking problem right now. Yes, it does. And I'm not touching it because of it. Well, no. Like here, I'll, I will give a baseline for this since we brought it up. That's all I'm gonna do. Solid, see how um, so Bungie sued. It's a problem. But, like, I'm going to give a brief overview. We're not giving no other opinions. We're leaving it alone because we have to get the listener question. But, like, um, so Bungie sued a cheat developer because of them making cheats for their game. And then their argument in court was cheating isn't illegal. And from what I've been able to figure out recently, the company is starting to, re- to counter sue for Bungie going into the code of the cheat to figure out what it did because like, like I think someone bought it or something that way they could look at it. And I'm like, you like you really stretching. Like you're really stretching to be able to keep making cheats for somebody else's IP. Like, get out of here with that nonsense. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so like as we've been talking about recently, we I, like are gonna keep doing listener questions. We want to get feedback from folks who want to like answer people's questions. And we can, uh, sadly, Yukon um, from our clan wanted us to talk about the lore for this week, but Priz didn't do the mission. So I what? blame Priz. I can leave. <laughs> you're throwing. No, you're not leaving. It's fine. We'll cover it next week because more stuff will develop. Um, it, but, but, but like, so, so Yukon, we like, honestly, Yukon just needs to come on the show to talk about lore. So, like, she could do, do, do that then. But the, the one question that we did get, and we kind of we touched on it last week, but now that we have another hunter to stand on the hunter side of the table, we can talk. We can talk about it again, which is how does every every class stand when it comes to like the end game content now in terms of raids, in terms of like grandmasters, like or in just in PvP in general. Wh- like where does each class stand? And I want to give the hunters the floor specifically because the hunters got the shaft in terms of like PVE for the longest time. And I want to like say from like like from beyond light to now, how have y'all felt when it comes to like raids and PVE content? I feel like I'm loved and valued as a hunter, it's man. It's not just me, and I love it. 
Guess at first, before all the changes, it was like, "Why are you bringing a hundred to the ring? We don't need you. We've got we got bubble. We got we got whale. We don't need you. What you tell them gonna do? No, we don't need you." But now, oh, you got a hundred? Yeah, just go and put on Star Eater scales and uh, gathering storm. Yeah, I, I feel love now. I love it. Uh, okay, okay. Happy hunters are finally getting use in endgame content. Hey, hey, let the hunters speak. <laughs> let, let the hunters on the floor. Just happy that what hunters are mean? getting more use. That's uh, the whole no, That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I'm like, like me, me, me and Toll are the Titan main. So I'm like, yeah, let the hunters have their uh, five minutes of fame. It's fine. I, yeah, we got to take a week to get. <laughs> Um, I feel like I went off on my soapbox last week about the whole hunters not really measuring up when I went on my whole Lorelai spiel. Um, I do think that hunters are starting to become relevant again, but I don't think it was from Beyond Light until now. I think it's like in the last two seasons, maybe even just this season. Well, no, I was saying Beyond Light till now because, like, even like like how how uh, he was saying of. Y'all, y'all didn't do shit back then. Like, how, how, what, what has been the change like from beyond like oh, to nice. now? Um, I still, from time to time, hear why are you on a. I still, from time to time, hear why are you on a hunter, but I don't hear it as often anymore, which is nice to be able to play the character that mm-hmm. I'm most comfortable in, instead of having to struggle with a titan or a warlock trying to do like the jumps on Vow. Oh, on the outside of the building, like. <laughs> so uh, it's nice to feel valued, and like I have a place in a raid now. But I really only think it's been like this last season or so. Okay, okay. Um, from a warlock perspective, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like speak in third person because honestly, I don't play warlock that oh. much, other than like a little bit of GMs, like specifically during season fifteen onward. I think. From a PvP and a PvE standpoint, Warlocks are the only class that is relevant in terms of stasis. I feel like both Hunters and Titans have been nerfed into the ground because of, like, when it comes to stasis so much. Because I agreed with what Falcon said last week of it wasn't Shattered Dive's fault. It was the physics of the Ice Crystals combining with the Shattered Dive that were the problem. Similar to the Titan Ice Slide that got nerfed into the ground. Um... So that was a big issue there, and Titans just got murked when it came to their nerf. But Warlocks are the most diverse and still are able to use stasis, both in PvP and PvE, to the point that Bungie has still yet to do anything. They tried to, to touch the turrets, but like they, they like they even they even then messed up and gave us gave, well not gave us, but gave them an exotic with um to make more turrets with Osmiomancies. So like if anything, Stasis Warlocks are so meta for endgame content, it's not even funny. Um, I think from a Titan perspective and from a Warlock perspective, uh, the Well and Bubble nerfs were just kind of rude and didn't need to happen. But it's what it is. <laughs> well, no, because I remember, like, like I, I think that, like the whole, like, destroying the sword thing or or, or just the the make, making the well give you resistance, not a like over like over shield. It's kind of a, of a big ding to them, but it does kind of like check the warlock's privilege of now you need to get my bubble <laughs> motherfucker. But like uh, the bubble caught a big nerf too. Like granted, they did it in the need of it's the fastest recovering super, 
especially in PvP, because like before Void 3.0, a Nova Bomb couldn't touch a freaking bubble. But now Blade Barrage, Nova Bomb, whatever the hell else can kill a bubble, and you're just kind of like, well, <laughs> I guess that's it. And <laughs> it just sucks. So like, and, and, and as someone who did Bubble Titan before Void 3.0, and then you have people complaining that you're just bubbling things, and it's just like, shut up. <laughs> like, let me do my thing. So that's me. But and that was like, but like from a Warlock perspective, I think Void and Ark still really didn't get any like changes for end game PVE. Like, there's the pants they got with Witch Queen for like for, for uh for Devour. But otherwise, you know, Ark and Void are still kind of dinged hard for Warlock. That's, that's how I feel about that. Told you have any input for Warlock? Especially in, like, endgame content, it's like, okay, Warlock, you're on well, and it's like you don't get a choice of what super you want to run. It's like you can't run a DPS super. You, you're kind of locked into being the support character when you play Warlock. Yeah, like, there's a lot of times where, like, Yukon in our clan, I'm like, honey, I need you to put on well, and she's just like, bruh. I'm like, bro, like, what do you want from me? Like, you, you kind of have to do it. <laughs> like, I don't know Look, what you want me to do. We need to have a conversation because your jump is hard to use. <laughs> the, mechan the mechanics of how it works, just, it's hard to, when you're going from a Titan jump that uses kind He's of... He's the best game, jump in the whole game. Captain <laughs> Has sort of the same physics. Like, same style of glide jump. Warlocks, it's more... You have to jump at the apex of it to get the right boost, and it's just... Man, can I just go up? <laughs> like, and like, then you, like, especially with base glide, you'll just start, like, fl like floating into the void, and you're just like, oh, well, well I'm dead. <laughs> but that, I, that's the joke there. Just, um, so, yeah. Warlock so jump confuses me. Um, from an endgame Titan perspective, um, as someone who isn't sad about Laura Lee getting nerfed anymore, um, I am still salty about the Ursa Furiosa nerf from a few seasons ago, but I still feel like Ursas have a good place in the meta when it comes to, like, banner shield, especially for things like this. Like, this season, you're going to see me running Ursa for, uh, for Glassway a lot, because Ursa is OP in Glassway despite the nerf. Um, Bubble Titans are actually going to be good this season for a couple of different GMs in raids because we even saw last night when me told a clanmate ran the Master Exodus Crash, we I was dropping Bubble every couple seconds because we had we had one person running well and me running Bubble and we were just feeding each other orbs and I was able to just drop that shit and protect us and do what we needed to do, but then swap back and forth and have a Bubble every couple seconds. So it, it's a good like we're in a good healthy place with bubble and well now but i still feel like the nurse were kind of not needed um speaking I of still exodus feel... crash i know they talked but... about the crucible maps being weighed are the strikes weighed because i swear to god i've done exodus crash more than any other strike this week and then i found out it's the nightfall and i was like no please please <laughs> um uh i i i don't know Anyways, go i don't know <laughs> No, the the weighing of the maps for PvP is has been kind of weird because they want you to do the new stuff, but like they didn't even give a crap about uh Vostok and Eternity when I they just, came back. I have so fought more Whatever. Than anybody, any <laughs> other strike boss this week, and I'm tired of it. 
I love the Elixni, but please get me out of your stupid shocky room. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna hate the yeah, GM then. No. Um, but like, uh, um, like from a G from a GM perspective, um, I still feel wronged when it comes to R three point and PVE because P for PVP it's great. Like I like like Mason Dame like Dash. I'm over here cranking it, just like having fun, like with 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 the new uh, dodge ability and just beating people's ass. Like it's great. I love having Juggernaut back. It's a great time. But at the same time, other than Spark of Resistance, there's nothing else that may that really works with a Thunder Crash build. Or even like to this day, while it did get a buff, there's not going to be any reason to run Fist of Havoc in a GM. Like it won't happen. It, and I, that was my biggest wish was for Fist of Havoc to do enough damage to be beneficial in a GM setting, and it won't be able to do that, and it, and it sucks. So that's how I feel about that. But like still, and also Solar, and I'll, I'll stand by what I said on on uh, TikTok about it. Now that Loralee has been nerfed. Other than possibly Phoenix Cradle, Solar is in the worst place possible for Titans because yeah. they were so concerned about nerfing things like Bonk Titans because Bonk Titans were stupid and people are still using Bonk Titan and it's ridiculous. Um, and then and then they, they they worried about like getting rid of Melting Point despite no one even using Melting Point anymore. That the only thing Titans have for Solar is healing. That's all they have, and it's like. Why does that matter when the rest of the subclass is garbage? So I, I really feel like Titans got the raw end of the stick with with Solar and Arc from a PVE standpoint and for Solar just in general. But Void 3.0 was the biggest win for Titans overall. And you, de you definitely gonna see your boy pulling up with the bubble from here until the end of the century. Granted, I was doing that anyway, but that's how I feel about that. Toe. <laughs> Look. Shout out to all my Bonk Titans. I love you guys. But it's like, what, Bonk Titans are the best, but it's just, there's no point to running Solar. There's nothing there for me. I just run it because I like the subclass. Because I love the how they did the, arc, the rework. While I have my grievances with it, I've worked, I've found a build that I like running within that. And so I keep wanting to run it to get better at it. Because, like, for me, Void, Void's never really done it for me, other than, like, the season when it came out, because of the seasonal mods. Those were great. MSO seasonal why, mods. Why, why can't we have Volatile Flow as a perk on a weapon? Instead right. of the aspect. Like, come on, man. I don't know, man. Like with how I run my Echo of Expulsion Bubble Titan build, I have my grenade enough that I'm able just to keep Plus, like, my Shire's Arc. Wrath proc with with volatile round. Yeah, same here. But it just you know that's a different aspect. We uh, fragment we can have instead of instead of having to um have to slot that in, we can have it on a on a weapon. Right, and especially with things like incandescent and be existing, you would think Void would have gotten a perk that like volatile rounds that that would make it worth it. Even if it was on like a cooldown. Nah, no cooldown. <laughs> Just madness. We need madness in Destiny. No more nerfs. No more nerfs. <laughs> we just need madness. <laughs> I, I'm. I am anti-nerf. I hate nerfs. I mean, speak on it. Speak on it. Like, 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 like that might actually be a, like a good conversation throwing the, the pits that you're here. 
Okay, uh, stop nerfing stuff, make everything OP. We are, technically, we are space magicians, you can, you can say, using space magic. Let us do it, instead of nerfing us. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty much the only thing I can say. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. No, like, like honestly, I think there's something to be said, especially from a gunplay standpoint and from an ability standpoint, where like they're they're not consistently doing things across the board. Because I found out recently that the warlock uh, new melee, if you stand in oh. the trail, it one shot kills you. And then there's things like knives. If you're good at hitting your shot with knives, hunters can one shot kill you. So. I really feel like, like bring back shoulder charge twenty twenty two, but like also just it really feels. It, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, hey, you can't do that. You can't do that. So like, give me back my shoulder charge, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that was that, that's an hypocrisy from Solid. Okay, uh, <laughs> but no, it just it feels like. There's not a balance going on. They, they like want some things to be overpowered for a time and not just have certain gut like all guns be good or all abilities be good, but let some things kind of exist above the regular. And it's kind of weird. I just thought about something. Uh, yeah. have, have you guys played um, Outriders before? No. no, I have not. I've wanted to. I'm played thinking about getting into I played it. the beta. Okay, so basically in Outriders, there's different trees you can spec into. Like um, you can have do more. Your powers be doing more damage without relying on your guns. Your guns do more damage without relying on your powers, or just in between doing both. They should we Bungie should do something like that. I mean, we had I'll, trees in uh, D one that were seemed to work decently. No, I'm not like the not like how they got the trees. I'm saying like have have us be able to focus more on on the um the power side. Let us just be able to use more powers instead of using the weapons instead. Have like this other set of line we can go go down, just using more weapons instead of powers. You know, like <sighs> a, like that. Okay. I had a I had a point I was gonna bring up and I completely forgot it. I dig it. No, um. Out here worried about Funko Pops on the podcast. Anyway. I sounded like I asked across there for a second. <laughs> but uh, so uh, one of our other listener questions that we got that I thought was kind of cool uh, was from one of our clan mates who asked um, if, if there was one cl- if there was one race that you felt needed to get a not scorn type of upgrade, but a um, like a splicer, not splicer, a like Siva season or like, like, like what kind of upgrade they would get. Similar to how we're about to get the, the the Dark Legion Cabal, what what race do you think should get that kind of like upgrade for a season or like a long period of time? And I had the best answer. I'm excited about it, but I want to hear what y'all think first. Hot take: We don't need no more upgrades because well, I, I hate I hate scorn. the scorn. Technically, <laughs> a subset well, of all. You hate we the scorn, so I think they would count. We, I think they count under yeah they're like zombie fallen which is so weird so hate them my thing is like I, i'm gonna ride the my name is bife train for a second can we make the vex happen again like i feel like i'm i'm, I'm trying to make fetch a thing like can we make the Please. vex a thing again like like it feels like we only use the vex at the last resort because even during season of the splicer the vex were a tool of the darkness 
versus them being their own threat. Like they were a tool from the Taken and Savathun instead of being their own threat. And it felt kind of like a like a, like a pawn versus them being uh, like a scale. Like Coria, Coria should have been one of the baddest bitches on the face of the earth. And it, I, I thunder crashed and killed her. That was too much. I needed her to be a multifaceted like dungeon boss. Like I would like like you know I, I hope next season we get a vex themed dungeon because we've never gotten a vex themed dungeon and it would be badass if we got a vex themed dungeon for a whole vex season before we go to another planet to fight more cabal. Like. Give me Vex shit, damn it. <laughs> Put some respect on the Vex's name. Really, though? Yeah. Like, the Vex needs some love? Like, I like I remember um, uh, Curse of... Like, people have their opinions about Curse of Osiris all you want. Um, fucking Panoptes? That motherfucker had a cool-ass design. Um, like, that makes great, design. but... Eh? Like, eh? Yeah. And, like, Eater of Worlds was super cool, but, like... That boss was so fucking tedious. It was a great design, but you could break it so easily. So it's just, they need more stuff like that. Give me more big Vex threats. Like, I even said it. I'll even stand by my statement. Bungie, if you're listening to this, give me unstoppable wyverns. <laughs> I mean it. I want it. I'm the non-believer. No, <laughs> All right, if we're doing that, if we're doing that, then I own <laughs> unstoppable heavy shanks. Yes, I, I, you stole that from me. That was my idea last night. Unstoppable yeah, we had heavy whole, shanks. Andon and I had a whole conversation <laughs> about this. It was so good. Like I, 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 I've been saying and this for a couple of months now. I'm just like unstoppable wyverns would be the greatest thing. Like because we like because all they keep doing with like Master Vog and Glassway is just making wyverns op. You could turn regular wyverns down a little bit and then just give us unstoppable wyverns. <laughs> and then what did we do for like overloads for Hive? Um, ooh, 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 overload um, thralls. No, not overload thralls. Oh god, that'd be scary as hell. Um, overload thralls, please. Overload witches. Overload witches. Yeah, that would be so cool. Oh, bro, bro, I'm here for. Like, like I, I just, I, I like, like, I, if you're gonna, if you're gonna make Vex a threat, give me. Like, like, because that's my biggest criticism of the Wyverns is they were a great idea. Like, you, they came in swinging with uh, Beyond Light, but then when you do things like Vault of Glass on Master, the the Wyverns are stronger than the champions. <laughs> like, the toughest thing about the um the first the the confluxes in Vault of Glass's Master encounter of make like killing the Wyverns while they're sacrificing, the Wyverns can kill you faster than the champions can. So how about tune down the regular wyverns and give us unstoppable wyverns, Bungie? Like, I, like make Vex a threat again. <laughs> All the baskets. Also, like if we could get like a master version of Garden and a master version of Last Wish, that'd be great. Thank you. What about Master Deepstone? Ooh, Master Deepstone would be amazing. Artifice armor for all dungeons. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, yeah, because I, like I straight up do not take off my artifice armor arms. Like I don't touch them. I haven't used I artifice make, armor in so long. <laughs> I I specifically make my builds around that are those arms because they're artifice armor. It was so funny. Man's was straight up was getting frustrated that he couldn't get like double one hundreds on his on his stats. And I'm like, bro, you could just go to D two armor picker, right? He's like, but I don't want to take off my artifice arms. I'm like, bro. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> what do you mean? It's one of my best armor pieces. 
I mean, we're at the point where like overload and unstoppable and anti barrier cost like one energy dog. You can make the sacrifice. Yeah, I know, um, but I like my artifice armor. I grinded really hard for it. That's valid. Can I can I go back um, to the enemy question? Yeah, go for it. Yes. If you if you tell me some some sipping shit about fallen, I swear. No, listen, Linda, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> so I can go simp for orcs. So. <laughs> Oh, we can do that. You, you'll do that without this conversation. Uh, so when it comes, when it, my co-hosts are weird, solid. Just so you know, they we're like to weird. For alien races. Excuse me. Hi, Kettle. I'm, this is Pot. You're I, black. I, I sent for orcs. Ah! Hey, hey. I'll, I, I, I'm, I only sent for Zavala, and that man's an awoken. That's not like he's more human than anything y'all are, are screwing. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have Indeed. you those words, and I need you to think back to last week. What 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 did I? I said in destiny. <laughs> don't you don't don't you bring that here. Anyway, um, so oh so boy, the fallen uh, from D one till now, we've had regular Elixir, we've had Scorn, and we've had Siva Splicers. We've had regular Cabal, and then we're getting the new Dark Legion Cabal, and I've seen people complaining about that because it's just another reskin thing. Um, we've seen. I complained about it like three weeks ago. What do we've you seen <laughs> multiple because I'm just laying it all out on the board. We've seen multiple different versions of the Vex, whether it's the precursor Vex, the really leafy boys from the beginning of when the moon came back, or just your regular Vex. And then we have the Taken. The Taken are kind of in their own special category because they're they belong to Oryx. I would really like to see us get a subset of either Zebu or Wrath enemies. So I don't know if those would be Hive necessarily, like a subset of Hive, or if they would tie into, <laughs> or if they would tie into the Taken. I would like to see. Um, I guess I guess there is the Awoke or not the in the Lucent Hive. So I would like to see like Zivu Arath. We'll never see them again. Zivu Arath enemies, whether those are like new subsets of Taken enemies, which look really cool, give us a completely new class of Hive enemies, like make them look completely different. You know, give them like a Tormentor kind of twist. Or the Am I the only one that feels like um, Zivu Arath is like Gibby from iCarly, where like he's stuck in the chimney during iPsycho, and like Z like we've just kind of forgotten about Zivu Arath? Well, Zivu Arath is there. It's just they haven't done anything with them. There's not. They haven't like other than like Season of the Hunt and a few other instances. We've never had any like big confrontations. With we still don't even know what, it, what 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 she looks like. <laughs> That's what I mean. We just had a whole de a whole massive expansion based on Savathun. Why can't we get leading to light like after Lightfall, we do a season where it's Zivu Wrath. And then say the dungeon is the the first dungeon after Lightfall is fighting Zivu Wrath. That would be really cool. I mean I think I No, then we want to kill her. No. I think they're planning to bring Zivu Wrath into the story because she was such a big part um before Sabathun escaped like season of the hunt that whole thing happened because she her influence was going out and uh infecting the cabal and causing them to go crazy right so i do think zebu wrath is going to come full circle eventually um but 
if we're talking about the enemy archetypes, I would like to see either Zebu Wrath, new enemies, or I would really like to see the Siva Splicers make a comeback because I don't know if y'all remember trying to fight those bitches, but they were tough. And then half the time you're like, yeah, I got a headshot, they're dead. Then you have a cluster of Siva flying at you that's going to kick your ass. <laughs> right. Like, I feel like they're they're really waiting. Like, they're really waiting for when they have to bring back Rise of the Machine to make a Siva season. Like, they're, like especially now that Kings falls out, their only options are to either finally give us Wrath of the Machine next year or start reprising D2 raids. So... I really feel like halfway through Lightfall, you're going to just see Season of the Siva finally, and it's going to be like every Siva fan is going to be vindicated, and it'll just be like, all right, cool, that's fine. Vindication! <laughs> and like, Siva, Siva was created for a different purpose, but it was repurposed by Rasputin to fuck over the Iron Lords, and if he is actually going to make a comeback, like... Anna Bray is trying to find him a body. They could tie that all in together, whether not necessarily Rasputin using Siva to turn it against us, but I mean, we have found bits and pieces of Siva from when the outbreak quest was around. I mean, have him weaponize it to use it against an enemy. Like, there are ways okay. to tie it back into the story. Or okay. just give him a Siva body. Oh, God. I mean, they could. The whole purpose of Siva was to. Make it so that you could build and rebuild and repair things very, very quickly. Right. So, like, it's possible. Um, but, you know, like, that that's kind of the vibe we got going on. In the re like, I just, I really feel like, uh, uh, like, like, Unstoppable Wyverse 2022. But, like, it's fine. Um, but, you know, that, I think this has been a really dope episode. Um, this has gone super well. Um, like, Silent, you've been an amazing uh, guest host. Um, oh, is stop it. <laughs> you are welcome back almost any time. Uh, like, what, what if there's something that you would want to like? Obviously, you don't want to shout your stuff out, but like, what what do you want your closing statement for the episode to be? Uh, I hate the scorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> I love that. Uh, Toll, what do you want your closing statement to be for the episode? All I'm saying, orcs looks fantastic. Jesus, you sip. Hey, um, dude, have you not seen H he looks so good in 4K? Oh, not, not you too. 4K okay. Ultra HD. Yes. <laughs> um, Prismatic, what is your closing statement? Uh, so I know that we talk a lot about taking care of mental health and taking breaks and allowing yourself the grace to do so. Given the events that have been happening recently in my life and in my household, and the fact that on top of being Childhood Cancer Awareness Month for September, it's also Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, I just want to double down on that. And you know, take care of your mental health, drink your water, take your meds, eat something, get some sleep, self-care. All that good stuff. If you ever need somebody to lean on, we're all here. I'm here. My inbox is open. I will be the first person to come in and be like, did you drink your water? <laughs> I actually did drink my water. Dude. Thank you. Like, like, they're, they're not kidding. Like, cause like I had to have someone do it for me and they helped me out. So like, especially me finally like starting to see a therapist, like take care of yourself this month. Y'all just take care of yourselves in general. Like for real, especially with all the stuff going on in the world right now. Like, take care of me. And uh, I know there's uh, a lot of stigma around yeah. it, but I mean, I will be the first to admit that I'm medicated. I'm not upset by it because I know it has helped me a lot. So just take care of yourself, kids. 
Yeah. Uh, my closing statement, besides uh, Unstoppable Wyverns uh, 2022, okay. um, but, uh, is Bungie, your storytelling is great. We'll talk about it next week, but y'all really need to not recycle the map two weeks after putting a map out. That's all I'm going to say to that. Also, everybody in general, stop being so elitist about this damn game. Like, <laughs> please. Let pe- like like there's 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 a discussion to be had like if you like if any big streamer wants to come on this podcast and talk about it that's cool but there's something to be said about like the balance how we've kind of expressed of the casuals versus the the, the, the like the big the big time and we're kind of in that middle ground of hey we understand both sides let's be in the middle of let's do a little bit of the work and get a little good but not like be a dick about it from the get good crowd. Like we need to start doing that, helping people get better at the game. Just because Bungie doesn't give us always the tools to get as good as we we want to, we need to start being better for people. Yes. So that's where I believe that. But uh, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Cosmodrome Radio. We will catch you starside. Peace out. See you later, alligator. Bye. Bye.